strengthens us even when our bodies are tired. Lord, when our bodies feel weak and tired, I thank you, Lord, that you are more than enough, more than enough for us. We thank you, Lord, that your spirit sustains us, O oh God. We thank you, Father, that you are all we need. Your word is all we need. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, as we are going to meditate on your holy word, I pray, Spirit of the living God, that you will unfold your word to us, that you will speak to your people, Lord, in a manner that you alone can talk to them. So I pray that you will talk to us, Lord. Teach us to number our days and to apply our hearts unto wisdom. Lord, I pray that you will impart grace and truth into the spirits of your people this morning, that... We may not leave the way we came, but we may leave, Lord, having met Jesus, Lord, one step closer to us, Savior. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bind every hindrance in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer 
of your word, not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. We're going to turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And I'm going to read from verse 5. Matthew chapter 6. From verse 5. 5 one word. I'm going to read. And when you pray, you do not, you shall not be like the hypocrites. I'm going to stop right here. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. The Lord so beautifully teaches us how we should live and how we should not live. What we should follow and what we should not follow. God is our prime example. And when He speaks to us by His Word, He tells us this is how we should live. It's so important for us to see our role model, the Lord Jesus Christ, how he lived, how did he live, and what is he teaching here, what is he talking to us, what is he telling us, how should we live? He says, don't be like them, don't be like the hypocrites. And he didn't stop there, if he would have stopped there, it would be, what do the hypocrites do, and we ourselves should imagine or think that... um, Maybe they did this, or maybe they did that. But Jesus goes further, and he says, Look, this is what the hypocrites do, and this is what they did. Don't do that. And he's spelling it out to us, because we need that kind of uh, um, spoon-fed method. We really do. So there's no confusion. God being our everlasting Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, look, don't be like the hypocrites. This is what the hypocrites do. Don't do what they are doing because if you want to have an effective prayer life, do this. Don't do this. So, he's telling us not to do this, which is, they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by people. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. What is God saying here? He says, when you pray, make sure you pray to God. And not pray for men to see. So, Jesus says here, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't pray in a prayer meeting or in a corporate setting. No, that's not what God is talking about. He's talking about people who go outside of the setting of prayer where they're actually going into places just to be noticed by people, that they're doing things to draw attention to themselves. So in short, Jesus says, don't do things to draw attention to yourself. He says, people who draw attention to themselves, they receive their reward. They wanted that, they got that, and that's it. The reward has been given. They wanted people to think that, oh, you're so holy, or you're so um, um, 
spiritual. You love God so much and you care about people so much. And so with um, all of these things, Jesus says, you know what? They're doing this because the reward is to be appreciated by people, to be acknowledged by people, to really be a somebody amongst people. And Jesus said, they receive the reward. And the reward is, yeah, everybody thinks they're the superstar, Christian superstar, spiritual superstar. And uh, they got their reward. However, if we really want to move the heart of God, Jesus says, do this. So we want to always avoid what God tells us to avoid and do what God has told us to do. See, sometimes people say, do what God is telling you to do, but seldom they speak on what we should avoid. Jesus never gave the word with all only positives in it. No. Where he says, beware, be careful, don't do this, is necessary because without it, there's no healing, there's no progress, there's no sanctification, there's no eternal reward, there's no real reward. And so Jesus is teaching us as to how to really get the true reward. Now you look at verse 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, Jesus says here, do this. Pray to your Father who is in the secret place. Your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. I want to draw your attention to this verse this morning because it is very, very important and very powerful, very deep. As the Lord expounds the scripture, take it very seriously and believe it and apply it and you will see the results that Jesus said you would see. Jesus says, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. Where is the Father? In which secret place? What is Jesus talking about? He's saying, go to your room and pray to your Father in the secret place. Is God hiding somewhere? Is he telling, you know, you go hide somewhere and I'll go hide somewhere and, and you pray and I'll hear from my hiding while you pray from your hiding? No. When we go and we are intentional in our conversation or communion with God, it's a one-on-one special time. When we go to pray, Jesus says, where you consider yourself before God alone in a secret place, there God comes. He stands right there. Your secret place is His secret place. His secret place is yours. We hide in Him and He lives in us. So when we pray, when we go before our Father in Heaven, we go with intention, pure motives. We go with pure motives. I really want to talk to God. And I'm not, I don't want to make a scene. You know, there are people who would, um, in public, 
hold hands and kiss and make a scene. But when they go home, they would live like strangers. That's a very hypocritical relationship where they want other people to think everything is fine. Meanwhile, they are like cats and dogs in the house. A lot of people are like that when it comes to spiritual life. They go outside, they make a scene. But when it comes to their genuine walk with the Lord, that intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ is sorely missing. And Jesus talks about that here. He says, He says, Look, I want to spend time with you. I want that intimate time with you. He says, You need to have that one-on-one time. When you go into your prayer closet, I will come there. And that's where we talk. And that's your time with God. You talk. No one should hear. It's a special time. It's that time that God really visits His people. That's a secret time. And it's a time where you share your heart heart with God. And when you are sincerely seeking Him, God will also share His heart with you. And Jesus says here, When you go and shut your door, pray to your Father, who is in the secret place, where you are. He's right there. Right there. God is right there. When you close your door, it's not that, oh, I don't have anybody. There are some people who say, I don't have a prayer partner, so I'm not praying. If you have a prayer partner, it's good. But you know what? God is calling you to pray by yourself with Him. God is looking for people who will go into their secret place so that God can come there and speak to them. There is a glory for corporate worship. There is a unique visitation that Jesus says, when two or three are gathered together, He will come there. God honors that. He visits in a very special way. But there is also an individual visitation. Christ, God the Father, gives to His people to those who go into the secret place, that prayer chamber, where they say, Lord, I want to talk to you today. I want to talk to you today. I want to talk to you today. I want to come and sit down here and talk to you today. It's very important to have that secret place. Very important to have that special time. You know what? In that secret place, the Father will be there. In that place where you shut your door, that it's just you and God, God shows up there. The one who sees you spending time alone with Him, He says, He will reward you openly. I want to say this before I conclude for this morning. Moses, the great man of God, the great servant of God, the great prophet, of God. He climbed up on that mountain forty days and forty nights without food or water. When he went up on that mountain, he spent time with God. It was just God and Moses alone. God could have said, oh, You just be with your family, I'll come and you know, speak to you now. God called him to a secret place. 
Moses went there. You know what happened as a result of that? Having spent time with God 40 days and 40 nights, when he came down, people were not able to see his face because the glory of God was beaming through the face of Moses. Those who looked to him, God Almighty, their faces became radiant. Their faces became radiant. Literally, Moses' face became radiant to the extent that people couldn't see him. That's what will happen to those who would go into that secret place. When they come out of that secret place, the reward is so substantial. The reward is so great. The reward will be seen openly. God will reward them openly. And the reward, the highest reward, I should say, is becoming a reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Learn to put God first in your life. Don't say, okay, I'm putting God first and just give a five-minute prayer, two-minute prayer, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Take time. Take time to be with the Lord if you call Him your Lord. Take time. How much do you love Him? How special is He to you? Who is He to you? When you understand this, you're going to know that there's nothing more special than spending time with God Almighty. Wherever you are, you can always say, Jesus, I want to get along with you. No matter where you are, whether it's the home or the hospital or the workplace or the marketplace, when you cultivate that relationship with Jesus Christ, one-on-one relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, having drawn to His presence. And you can know for sure that He will draw you closer to Himself. That's like how when you love someone, you embrace and they embrace you. And it's such a special thing when we are in the presence of God, it's even more special than that. When you go, you draw near to Him, and He will draw near to you. With His wide open arms, strong and outstretched arms, God will give His people that hug, that love, the warmth, the love that they need. And He wipes away the tears from their eyes and He satisfies them with every good thing. So whatever prayer request you may have, whatever petition you may have before God, take it to God in prayer. You don't have to go to God every time with a big list and there's nothing wrong with going to Him with a big list when you have. But go to Jesus for who Jesus is. Talk to Him for who He is. Spend time with Him for who He is. Have a genuine relationship that is very different than what hypocrites have. You see God to 
great and mighty things in your life. When you draw closer to Him, going into that secret place, He comes there to the very same secret place when you say, Lord, this this where I'm going to spend time with you. I'm here. Away from everybody. Away from every noise. Away from the cares of the world. Now, it doesn't have to mean that you know, if you have little children or children, that, oh, I can't go to any secret place and I have noise all over, they're all, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. God knows that. I've raised five children with Samuel, always with me, during person prayer time, and uh, Joseph also. Now, all the children when they were babies. But the difference is, where I am, it becomes a special place. Whether it's when I'm kneeling on the bed or on the floor, where I am, it becomes a special place and God comes there. It's a secret place because now, with a, with a child on your lap, another child in front, your focus is Jesus. While you take care of them, your focus is Jesus. While you're praying, when I say take care of them, I'm talking about the one-on-one personal prayer. During the personal prayer, a child can be up, a child can have fever, a child can be in pain. But will it stop you from seeking God? Or can you still attend to them and pray? Pray through to victory and spend time in the presence of God and see God show up in that secret place. And He would surely reward us with His presence and with His power. When we leave that secret place, it's no longer we love the Lord and now we're just transferring, we said bye to God after we had a personal prayer and we're just going to the next thing. No. We carry His presence wherever we go. Moses carried the glory of God when he came down the mountain. There's no separation. Being with Him and carrying His fragrance with us wherever we go throughout the day, that Jesus shows up in our talk, in our walk, in our mannerisms, and everything that we do. That our lives can be so one with God. We can be like Abraham. Abraham was a prophet of God, a friend of God. A prophet of God is a friend of God. God says in His Word that He will not hide what He's doing to His prophets. He will not hide what He's doing to His friends. It's interchangeable. But how did He get to that? Because He had His secret place. Everywhere He knew how to make that altar. Worship the Lord and talk to Him. May God minister to your spirit this morning as you seek Him with all your heart. As you go to Jesus for Jesus, as you spend time with Him because you love Him. And as you spend time with Him, you're going to carry something away that is lasting as Mary did. As she carried away the eternal inheritance the best portion that will never be taken away. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord?
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. One thing have I desired. That will I seek after. It's good to have a desire. If you don't pursue that desire, then the desire will become an empty desire, unfulfilled desire. Not because God didn't fulfill it, because you didn't pursue it. You didn't seek after it. As the psalmist says, I'm single-minded, I have one goal. And I desire this goal to be met. And I'm going to chase after that. I'm going to seek after that. And the goal was to be in the presence of God, to be in the house of God. All the days of my life. And do what? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. What a glorious desire He had. And how diligently He pursued that. He inherited that. The presence of God. God meets with you when you are bent on meeting with Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to your people. I pray, Father, that your word may continue to do its work, O God, that you will strengthen them that each one's prayer life may go from where they are to where it should be, where you want it to be. May they have the closeness, Lord, the intimacy, that they may have the glory of God upon their lives wherever they go. Thank you, Father. So bless the people, Lord, as your servant standing in the presence of God. Before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I speak this blessing upon your people this morning. That they love for you may be tender, Lord. That they walk with you may be genuine, Father. that they may be passionate about the things of God, that they may wholeheartedly worship you and serve you without any hypocrisy. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.